right, guys, what's going on? This is Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow. We are back at it. Uh, episode two in the brand new season. Excited to be in Astoria, one of my favorite places uh, in the whole world. We're here at Judy and Punch. We're with Perry. I'm with uh, El Otro Pete. Uh, guys, how you doing? Doing well, you know. Back in Queens again, I see. <laughs> Absolutely. Best place to go. Uh, you know, also one of my favorites. I didn't live here like you, but we went to high school here way oh, yeah. back in the day, and no better place to be. So, Absolutely. And we were the very, very special guest. Uh, sir, please introduce yourself. Awesome. Uh, I'm Colin. I'm the head bartender of Judy and Punch. Uh, born and raised in Scranton, Pennsylvania, but have lived in Astoria now uh, going into my sixth year. Respect. Astoria, Queens. Love it. So, you know, tell us, how did you... Um, how did you first get into craft beer? What, what was your passion there? Uh, you know, growing up, I had a, a big passion for the arts and was doing a lot of things in theater. And, uh, you know, so we went to college. The first way to prepare for a good theater career is get a restaurant job. Yeah. You know, John, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what they say. You know, oh, you're an actor? Awesome. At what restaurant? So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, started with that a little bit uh, throughout college. And uh, I was fortunate. I'm... I went to school right outside of Philadelphia, and uh, friends of ours worked at Victory Brewery Company, so nice. they have a near and dear spot to my heart. And uh, growing up, you know, we we had Yingling or you had Lion's Head, or you know, my uncles would always drink Heineken or whatever, like other like cheap, easy stuff they can get their hands on. And thankfully, with being close to Victory and everything through college, Natty Light left my hand pretty fast, <laughs> and you know, the Prima Pills and yeah. everything else entered, and finally started learning what different flavors were and what to look for in beers, and you know, not so that you there wasn't up on just it early. yeah, which I was a little fortunate, but I didn't dive into the beer community until I moved to New York, and um, basically it was just I had bartended other spots, but. Everyone wanted you to have two, three years bartending experience in New York. Wow. So uh, finally just you know, did the smart thing and lied on my resume and just changed, <laughs> <laughs> just changed everything that said server to bartender. And then lo and behold, you know, all of a sudden bartending jobs started falling into your lap. Wow. And you know, yeah, it was yeah. kind of like a fake it till you make it type thing. Yeah, and yeah. long right. story short, um, just happened to come in, in here one day on a Wednesday and just happened to ask while we were sitting at the bar. I was just saying, you know, this is a really cool spot. And it was a few months after opening. And I asked if they were hiring. And they had just had a meeting 40 minutes beforehand saying they need to bring one guy uh, on just to help with shifts. And lo and behold, a little over three and a half years later, and still here. And it, yeah, and it was, you, it, it's yeah. great. Thank you. That's some serendipitous um, shit right there, man. It's great. I mean, and living in the neighborhood and working in the neighborhood has made the biggest difference. I mean, not having a commute to work in the last five years over a 20-minute walk oh, is uh, yeah. amazing. It is a beautiful you know, thing. Not to sound cheesy, but it's life-changing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with that. So, yeah, oh, 100%. And, you know, it's my, my favorite part working here is, uh, there's a lot of favorites, but my favorite is living in the community, working in the community. You know, out to, going to another bar in the community or a restaurant and running into people that you know from here and yeah. knowing them on a first name basis and, and stuff like that. It, it takes the, the big city feel and shrinks it right back right. down to like a, like, nice a, a nice like humbling like yeah. hometown feel. Right on, man. Right on. And now, take, taking a step back, so... When you came here, you said you were you got into the craft beer scene. 
So do you remember what the beer was that kind of like really put you on to like the, the New York craft beer scene? Uh, I don't remember what I, I, I don't want to say it was one specific beer, um, but Grimm. I can definitely. Grimm? Uh, cre- yeah, we've been with Grimm Great since choice. day one uh, of opening. and We've gotten a lot of their stuff through. But if I had to pinpoint one, it would probably be the Lambo door. Uh, yeah, yes. I've had it in I've had That's it in can. I've had it in, in draft and it's just good stuff. a home run every, every time. So I, I would say that was the first one that kind of gave me the, like, holy hell, this is what flavor tastes yeah, like yeah. Uh, feeling. But if I had to pinpoint anything, uh, it would be Anderson Valley uh, for sours. That's okay. when I started, you know, yeah. not just saying, can I have an IPA, can I have an IPA? I used to think sours just tasted like, you know, whatever went bad at the bottom of the keg that you stored <laughs> outside overnight. And then, right. You know what I mean? And then just strained it. I thought it was disgusting, and now that is—it's what I reach for. You know, now it's—it's it's one of those you leave the it's, house and it's phone, wallet, keys, Zantac. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to have a handful of sours, and later that's going to be creeping back up on me. Absolutely, that's the thing with that. I mean, listen. Over time, they've definitely developed and mm-hmm. become much better. When we first started doing this, sour was uh, what one of our first guests called. Uh, she said it tasted like bile. <laughs> so. You know, it's it, come a long way. It, it takes a while. Like, I, I, you know, when sours took a while for me to, to really get with it. The first, Like, one of the first few times I had a sour, I couldn't even finish it. Yeah. It was just like, what is this? Right. But, you know, over time, the, the breweries that are, that are doing well-made sours, like, you come to really, really appreciate it. So, I, I actually, my appreciation for sours have grown leaps and bounds. But every time we badmouth sour, I know... Perry just cringes because he is like he is like the sour king. This yeah. this man loves his yeah. sours. I, mean, I was just at the Captain Lawrence Sour in September. There's 40 breweries there, That's all with decent insane. to amazing sours. Depending on you know some of them that were just they were there to be part of the party. To be honest, but they still had decent sours to throw together because almost every big brew out there, especially over the summer. It just makes sense. It's yeah. perfect for a summer beer. It's great. It's, yeah. I mean, if you make it right, it's easy drinking. It's refreshing and not too much. Um, and, and it doesn't even have to like kill your tanks now because you can kettle sour. No, like it I, doesn't have to be a full program if you just want to kind of dabble. Yeah, and I, I remember we have uh, the majority of our lines rotate. And when I first started working here, if we put a sour on, you knew it was going to be there for a week or so, just because people weren't reaching for it. And I mean, not only just sours, but saisons and things like that yeah. along the lines that they would just sit and sit. And over the last three and a half years, just. The beer community and the knowledge and everything else that has gone up now everything's moving. You know, it doesn't matter what right. it is. You have know, you seen like a slowdown on IPA consumption, or it's still a little bit? Same? People want less bitter. That it, bitter is the one main word that I hear the most. Of I want an IPA, but I don't want bitter. I right. want a beer, but I don't want bitter. And there, you know, so and I think it was because the IPAs kind of turned into like the whiskey trend. You know, where everyone was drinking bourbons like crazy for you know, forever, and then. They went to the IPAs, and the IPA was like, "Okay, great. You know, let's see how much, how many, how much we can hop it, and how high we can get the ABV right. instead of just you know thinking, okay, maybe some people want to go out and have like right. five, six. That's the thing. Like, I, I, the I love a double IPA every now and then, but if I'm like if we're watching the fight on Saturday, I'm not going to drink three or four of those because I'm going to go. Oh, to yes, sleep you will. Right after. Yeah. Yes, you will. Shut up. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like that's that's why I think the New England IPA fad is kind of taking over now because yeah. it's. Less bitter, more flavor, more aroma. Just mm-hmm. they're solid beers, man. This is I like this a lot. I could drink this all day. I don't know what the ABV on this is. I probably should know because I'm driving. Well, what do you, <laughs> what, what, what do you, uh, what are you drinking right now? Tell our audience. Um, it was 
I forgot it's the, the name. Uh, it's the Edmund Oast. It's uh, it's a nice hazy New England IPA, and I believe it's five point two. So oh, that's not too bad. You, yeah, you're you're still in the okay range. Yeah, uh, don't don't, don't quote me on that. That is not. I can, no, yeah, that no. is not a get so out of jail when, free card. When, when the cops pull him over, be like, listen, he said. Yeah, it's, well, it's that guy told me it was range. five point two. Right. So <laughs> I guess I can't. Yeah, right, right. No, actually, when, when I, I had that beer uh, before we got on the show, and I was telling him that I, I thought it almost like it, it, it tasted it. it felt like a session really it right. was like mm-hmm. light there was less bitterness it was uh definitely enjoyable definitely something that again sessionable you could have a few and be fine yeah and that's another thing i mean now i, I feel like i'm talking more about drinks like you were having the the Lagunitas pineapple sour yes. and one of the first things we said was it doesn't taste like it's it's abv and that's you know what we're getting more of we have uh the allagash victoria up right now and that's you know 7.3 percent and it tastes like it's in the force it is really like, it is so easy and smooth and dangerous that you know they're getting away from like i was saying that bitterness that and going back to easy drinking but also finding that sneaky way to disguise right. you know right. where that abv is Right. Well, I mean, I still wonder because, like, you know, we're on the East Coast and New England IPAs are their own thing, but they're really more of a broad spectrum of East Coast IPAs. Yeah. And, like, you still talk to or hear people on the West Coast and they still want that bitterness. Like, that's their bread and butter, right? Mm-hmm. So I think part of it's also just being here on the East Coast. Well, there's you know, like it's there's a there's definitely a trend over here for the more easy drinking because we're gonna be doing it all night. Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah, that's because <laughs> we're gonna be doing it all, all night. night. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure all your West Coast listeners right now are like, no, we do it all night. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's good beer, it has to be drank. I mean, that's yeah. just the way it is. And it's interesting because the the craze went from like IPA, double IPAs, sours, sour IPAs. It's like, where do you see kind of like what do you think that next the next trend is. I, I don't know. It's kind of like music, where now like every genre is mixing. Like right, who yeah. knows? Who knows? They're starting possible, to bring back because yeah. now it's not just sours. Now you know the gozes have exploded again. Right. right you know, right. grisettes came back. You know, saisons are starting to become a, a yes. bigger thing than they were. They always were, but saisons were always more for. I guess like the more ed- like educated drinkers because you under- understand more what goes into it, and it's not a name that you see you know more often. You're usually you know IPA. Lager, pale ale. Right. I feel like Kolsch is getting another little bump. Like, if you like pilsners or lagers, Kolsch is that yeah. ale that has what you want from that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's nice. You know, we have, we're kind of a, we don't have this, but we have this bar. You know, the whole like yes business. Right. Um, you know, want to please everyone, so you know people sure. will come in and say, you know, hey, do you have Stella? No, we don't have Stella, but we do have the Lagunitas Pilsner. Yeah. We don't have Blue Moon, but we have the Allagash White, which right. I mean, the Allagash White has become. Its own staple within the beer community yeah, within, right. the, within the Belgian worlds, but you know, so we we have the and, and I love when people come in and they say, "Do you have, do you have a Bud Light or Coors Light?" And yeah. no, we don't. But we just brought on the night shift pale lager, and it tastes wow. so similar to that. And it's not gonna, it's in the same price point and everything yeah. else. So I, I do like that more people are starting to drink. And it's a good introduction. More things, yeah. Get, start yeah. getting them in there. You know, you kind of. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you like that? I, I might have something else that might right. be up your alley. You know, like I talked to a lot of people about craft beer, and it was like, oh, I don't like beer. It's like you just haven't found the right beer yet. Yeah, you know, because you're used to Miller, Coors, Bud. Like, yeah, I, I didn't like beer either when I drank that. But right. then when I started tasting a little bit of other options out there, it was it opened me up to a completely different world. Right. You're like, yeah, I got something similar, only it's good. You know? Right, and that's, that's that's really the way. Yeah, that's really the way it is. It's really the way it is. You know, I'm thinking pilsners like are almost sort of making another resurgence. Obviously, everyone knows the the classic Czech and German style pilsners, 
are always going to be, you know, fantastic beers. But I feel like a lot of local breweries now are starting to experiment a little bit more and try to get into the Pilsner game. I know really recently Interboro uh, did that collab um, with the, uh, I forgot the name of the Pilsner, which is going to kill me now. But they recently put out a couple of Pilsners, which, was re- which were really good. And I feel like maybe that, like, looking at older styles and maybe trying to bring them more, you know, in vogue, make them popular again, could be the next, the next wave. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to throw a quick pitch in, uh, one of our awesome, awesome, awesome stellar bartenders who's been here since day one, she also works at uh, One Mile House and our sister bar, Madame Marie's, uh, Kira. Her sister suffered a uh, tragic spinal cord injury a handful of years ago, leaving her uh, paralyzed. And she's right now on um, a bike ride going from New York City down to Orlando, Florida. Wow. And they're hitting a whole bunch of spinal cord research facilities and meeting with different patients. And But it's also very beer-focused. It's a lo- uh, They're hitting a lot of different breweries on the way down. Wow. And uh, one thing that they did with our awesome friends at Barrier Brewing, which we have on draft right now, it's a beer that they brewed through them that $3 from every beer sold is being donated to uh, Spinal Cord Research. And it's wow. cool. It's, it's, uh, it's, um, the name of the beer is Brew the Right Thing. Wow, yeah. it's a nice, it's a nice colch, and it's it's called a wheelie good colch. So it's you know based around like based around bikes and everything like else, it. and it's uh, it's really tasty. They threw some uh, some orange zest and everything in there, and it made it like. And I, I even said to her right when she was brewing, and I said, "Listen, I know I know you said you're you guys are going to do a colch, but I really don't like colches. So can you do something else?" <laughs> and uh, <laughs> unfortunately, she didn't take my recommendation, and I'm glad she didn't because I really do enjoy this colch, and wow. it's wow. You know, just just one of those flavor profiles that it's like okay. You know, I might not like all colches, but you know, maybe of the more citrus variety. So we have that on, which you guys would definitely have to try yeah, uh, before you guys get I was out there here. For the event they held for that, and I was happy to see it pop up around town. It's yeah. At first, I thought it was that a was the just surprising for that part. Event, yeah, it was, was nice. Like, very pleasantly surprised to see it popping up around town, so that you know everybody's getting involved. That's the nice thing about the beer community too. You know, everyone is just ready to help. You know, it's, it's, I don't know if it's just that subtle buzz that we always have going on yeah. or what but it's just everyone's just ready it's to help ready to be friendly yeah exactly you know ready Absolutely. to be there at the like i mean you were at the event that they had at one mile house and it's just it's it's a great community and that's a great cause, a great though, cause too, yeah absolutely you know, absolutely definitely great to see and like you said you know the community is always involved with, yeah. with craft beer and you know kind of chokes you up a little bit when you really see stuff like that happening yeah. and you know it's always a good thing yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's nice. And uh, oh, so I found the, the collab that I was talking about. Innerborough was with the sampler BK. It was their Pilsner. It was kind of like the El Presidente style craft beer version. Uh, very good beer. Wow. Tell us, Judy and Punch. So tell us, what's the vibe like here? What's what's the atmosphere like? What should people know who've never been here before? Yeah. Again, like I said, overall neighborhood. That's when you peel everything else away. You know, everyone who comes in here is in some way, shape, or form getting away from. You know, their life, their job, something just out with friends. And, uh, you know, we're here. You know, we're not just here just to make drinks and, you know, and count money at the end of the night. It's very much, I'm here to learn your name, learn your backstory. I love it when people come in and it's, you know, hey, how have you been? You know, how was the vacation you just came back from? You know, blah, 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 blah. And you can carry on an actual conversation. Uh, I've worked in, in various parts of Manhattan where you see a face and you're never going to see it again. You know, and a regular to you might be someone who comes in two, three times a month. Right. You know, whereas we have some people who are here three, four times a week, you know, so you, you know you keep up with their lives just as much as as they keep up with yours. 
and it's so I it, that's definitely like first and foremost keeping it with the neighborhood and you know, being from a story and living in a story you know yeah. like it you can't if you if you try to do it a different way you're done you're shut down yeah. within the first right. year because it's, it's not going to work uh, but it's definitely I always describe it as two different bars it's a weekend bar and it's a midweek bar uh, the weekends obviously Friday Saturday nights get a little busier uh, we have the jukebox in the front so you never know where the music's oh, going oh you um, shouldn't have told us that we're going to fuck the whole shit up I know it, it's <laughs> He's gonna be kicking these guys out in a couple hours. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I have a friend who found out that we have a jukebox, and now all of a sudden we hear uh, Avril Lavigne's "Skater Boy" a lot more than we used to. Yeah, you should throw him out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're working on it. Uh, but if you look around, it's uh, there's a theme, but it's not in your face. Uh, it's a little bit of circus freak show. We're based on the uh, the British puppets of uh, Punch and Judy. So you know, we we all kind of everyone who works here kind of embodies the humor a little bit that those puppets had and you know we're we're a, a circus theme in a way but not in your face you know if you look you can see a little bit of the yeah, painting like, like, yeah, you know what like I mean? the, like the deer head deer head with a fro yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that that's more in the freak show and then you know because you have, you have we have a couple bearded ladies on the wall and, and such but you know there's, right, there's a worse. little yeah there's a little there but not not too much but yeah i don't have a little crowd on the weekends um but during the week it, it's nice it, it settles down we do trivia on tuesday nights right. uh you know so little small events, but it's nice. I always tell people if you really want to come in and interact and, and hang out with the bartenders, then you know come in during the week because that's when we get our chance to really just yeah. sit down and, and just have a conversation. I see you have the back patio here. How long is that usually open? I mean, obviously weather permitting, but how long do you aim for? Yeah, I, as soon as the weather's good until people don't want to sit out back anymore. You know, it's, it's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it, if you think about it, it doesn't hamper us anyway having it open right. so if you yeah. if you want to be outside i worked yesterday it was raining yesterday there were people with umbrellas and they said do you mind wow. if we stand outside no not at all go go for it we'll turn the lights on for you uh so yeah we have the four uh four picnic tables out back and uh we close it on the weekends and during the week around 10 uh just because if you look, we're surrounded by, yeah. by neighbors yeah. and again if you piss off your neighbors right you know, right yeah can, everyone business. who lives above us comes and has drinks here you know we have a very good rapport with everyone and once you start pissing off one, you start to piss off a lot. Exactly. Yeah, very enough. quickly. Fair enough. So now, so, so tell us, um, so, so what's the happy hour like here? So happy hour goes every day. Uh, so seven days a week, and it goes from the time the bar opens and always ends at 8 o'clock. So during the week, it's 4 to 8. On the weekends, it's Saturday and Sunday, it's 2 o'clock to 8. So it's six hours long. It's literally a quarter of your day. Wow. Yeah, it's it's almost as long as, yeah, it's almost as long as they recommend you to get as much sleep that night. <laughs> so uh, we do uh, all our 16-ounce pints, all well drinks, and eight different wines are $5. And then we do a beer and a shot special with either PBR or Narragansett and a shot of well, and that's $6, and that goes just through the day. Wow. So, yeah. So there's, there's, there's room. Yeah, there's, it is actually a really good deal, especially when you look at some of the craft beer that we have you know, that's available for $5 and stuff. Yeah. We had... Uh, uh, the Sloop Juice Bomb. I don't know if you ever had yes, that. And that's have. a uh, a stellar beer. We had that for yes. our, we just had our four year anniversary party uh, a couple weeks ago. So our tap list had a lot of fun beer up there, and that just happened to be one that you were able to come in and get for five bucks on happy wow. hour. And that's I mean, you can't deal. get it for five dollars if you go Anywhere. to the brewery. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, there's a good chance that you can get lucky. And we use uh, an app called Beer Menus that we keep updated. Yep. So yep. you can go on that and look through and, and see what's on draft. Oh, and, you updated. It should be done as soon as uh, things rotate, but if it's if something kicks off on a Friday so night, you know quick. what I mean? It, yeah, it's yeah, quick. within within okay. at least a day or so. No, because I, I mean I've gone to places and there's shit's not even even close. Right. So 
Yeah, and we and we've gotten yelled at by people who come in and they're like, "Oh, damn, you don't have X beer." You know, I was really coming in for right. that, and it only takes one person to come in for you to know, you know like, like, "Okay, you know, shit, like, yeah, I gotta like, stay oh, on this." Late, I'll do it in the morning. Yeah, and then you get, and then all of a sudden, yeah, I had no idea that people got that updates one. and stuff like that. And like yeah. I said, it it took one time for me to say, "Okay, cool, we'll, we won't have that again." Awesome. Customers always right, right? Oh uh, yeah, always. Oh god. So, so now, um, <laughs> so you guys also have bottles and cans on premises, correct? Excuse me. You guys also have bottles and cans, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So at any given time, between the bottles, cans, and draft lines, how many different beers would you say roughly are available for consumers? A lot. I mean, we keep it. Like I said, we had uh, we we got the pale lager in for the night shifts. We were a little pale ale heavy in the beginning of the year, so we brought in the uh, Lawson Sip of Sunshine IPA and the Knee Deep Breaking Bud. Uh, we we try to do a, a beer of the month of sorts, which is just kind of like a rotating can or two that comes through. Right now, it's Montauk uh, Summer Ale. A lot of the locals were asking for that. And then yeah. the other one we have is the Original Sin Dry Rosé Cider. Uh, we just brought in uh, two different sours. So they rotate. We don't usually do IPAs in bottles uh, just for them you know, to spoil and everything else. Right. And they don't usually move. We're going to move an IPA. Uh, people usually just want it on draft, uh, at least from what we've seen uh, here, but we have we have a handful of doubles, um, stouts, porters, uh, good handful of ciders, especially now the various heat waves that we hit. So there's there's definitely there's definitely something for everyone. For everybody, yeah, definitely something right on, for everyone. Right on. And now, what are some of the breweries locally that are impressing you? Uh, we always have something from Barrier Single Cut can do no wrong to Astoria. Uh, it's nice seeing how. Uh, Long Island City has been popping up like crazy. Yep, yeah, there you go yeah. with the shirt on, from. The, yeah, yeah, from. He got the shirt on. Yeah, I, I don't mean to leave, it, leave anyone out, but I mean the Big Alice and Transmitter. Just there's just so many that are popping up there, sure. and then other half never lets us down. We did a great event uh, last year. I don't know if you're familiar with the movie The Warriors. Oh, of course. So how they do the whole run of them going through all the various yeah. boroughs. Come out to we play. Did it, right. So we did a Warriors event where we all got the shirts with us, like in the Warriors, like outfits. Nice. So we all wore that. And our entire tap list was only beer from the five boroughs. That's awesome. So, yeah. So we played... We played the movie. We had the the music soundtrack from it, and it was neat. And it was you know so everything from Alphabet City to obviously we had other half and Finback and yeah. Bronx and Gun Hill, and it, wow. it's nice. It's it's nice. I, I'm very thankful that I got into the beer community after the New York City brewery boom. That I yeah. I kind of got into it when it was really exploding. When you started, there really weren't many breweries around here. No, I I mean it was like Fire Island era. Yeah, Fire Island IPA, maybe I think it was. I couldn't remember. Like that was like the big one right. that that I knew. That and Captain Lawrence. Like Captain Lawrence was the god of all, you know, yeah. local. And now there's just you could just run through and a list. Left and right, and they're killing it everywhere. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's I nice. It. it is nice. New York City beer scene exploded, and I think there's still room, plenty more room for growth mm-hmm. where that oh, came yeah. from. Oh yeah. So now you guys got any uh, upcoming events, special events, things like that you want to talk about? We don't have a specific date for one right now, but uh, obviously with summer unfortunately coming to a close, yeah. we're going to do, Ooh. yeah, we usually do uh, like a fruit to summer event and uh, it's all like various types of like fruit beer or fruit focused or fruit mashed, something like that. So we usually bring about eight different ones on there. Um, October's coming up. Obviously, we're going to do a big you know, tour, uh, tour German, like Oktoberfest route. Nice. It was a couple things in the back of the mind, so we'll, we'll see where we go. Um, nothing set in stone right now, but definitely at least three within the next couple months coming up. And you guys bring in like DJs too from time to time? 
Uh, no, never have, uh, just because of space reasons. Um, but on Sundays, if you come in, uh, we have DJ Curry Costanzo. He's our, he sounds uh, great. Yeah, he is our uh, one of our longest regulars. Uh, his other name is Indian J. So that's where the curry and, the, and it's yeah, like it. the curry, and then it's based off uh, George like Costanza from Seinfeld. But he sets up, uh, he brings in a big uh, vinyl record player, and on Sundays from, and you can see how how committed to non-committal we are on the sign. It's most Sundays from two ish to six ish. So you, you can't hold, you can't come here and be like, hey, you know, I was expecting to hear the music because like we're like, well, we just said it was most Sundays. It's not every Sunday. You know, right. Yeah, like, you know, so it could be in that time frame, but it is, awesome. it is pretty consistent and he sets up vinyls and does vinyls from every genre, every wow. year for uh, a handful of hours. So no cool. uh, DJ of sorts, but we do have our very own DJ Curry Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. That is hilarious. Wow. So, I mean, Perry, any, any any thoughts or questions for Colin? Nothing I can think of. I mean, vibe's fun. Good beer's on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know you guys have a big cocktail, or not a big cocktail program, but it's a yeah, definitely, definitely within, noted. Is yeah, that, uh, within like, the last year, we started bit. making it more. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a lot of the same stuff on for about two years, and not that they were bad, but it was stale. It was stale to the people who were coming in, but it was stale to us, too. You know, you're two years, you're making the same cocktail, and it's the same sign, so right. it was nice. We redid it. A lot of us had uh, input, and we tested this and tested that, and we went from just having basic things to now I'm making a lavender simple syrup at my house wow. and, you know, lear- and learning new things too, branching a little bit out of the beer community and studying more cocktails and what works with what and what's in season and you know and focusing on how bitters are made and, and things like that. Yeah. That was neat and having the cocktail sign in my living room and getting to have a couple <laughs> beers and do that and then yeah. waking up the day the next day and looking back and saying, yeah, I definitely had a couple beers, so let's erase that <laughs> and start, start over. over. Yeah, so the cocktail program might have taken another week to roll out, but uh, it is nice getting back into having a, a big a big balance going back to what I said earlier about the beer how there's something here for everyone like I said we yeah. have we have eight wines Prosecco we have cocktail program bottles cans drafts a little bit of everything and free for popcorn everybody. yeah I mean you, you, and you free popcorn yeah you can't go yeah, wrong with the free popcorn unless you have dentures you're fucked but besides <laughs> yeah, that you're yeah, good yeah, yeah. yeah seriously well, take them out <laughs> do you guys have a signature drink up there for your cocktail program I mean if we had a signature drink I would say it's, it's probably the giggle juice it's the one that's been there the absolute longest giggle uh, juice yeah it's the same one that uh, <laughs> like that, that um, and you know what's it's spelled giggle but the amount of people that say can I have the jiggle juice and you'd just <laughs> hey. be surprised how many girls really want to order a jiggle juice you know where their minds that, at you yeah. would yeah you would immediately <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's good it's tasty it's sweet but not overly sweet, but it's deceptive because it definitely has the most alcohol out of everything. What's and it? Can, can you talk about what's in it, or is that like a proprietary oh, yeah. secret? No, no, no. Everything, I mean, if you look on the, the uh, list, all the ingredients are listed directly beneath it. We I, w- I want to know about the jiggle juice, though. The, well, yeah. the jiggle juice, that one is, that one we do not reveal. <laughs> <laughs> but well, no, it's, it's a vodka-based drink, but the nice thing, the majority of our cocktails, they're not specific to the liquor that's in it. Mm-hmm. So if you really love everything else, but you don't want gin, you don't want, that's fine. You switch it out for another high-end okay. liquor that's right, right, right. appropriate to it. Ah. Ah, interesting. interesting. So do you have any uh, gin-focused drinks that you can re- yeah, recommend to, uh, for uh, yeah. degenerate gin drinkers? Why did you have to ask that question? <laughs> I'm so fucked. Well, right. that going back to the Lavender Simple Syrup, it's uh, the stress relief cocktail, and it's oh, very, very oh, simple. Boy. It's 
Uh, we use Tangeray gin, gin or gin really, tomorrow. Yeah, whatever gin you want. But Tangeray gin, you lavender got simple syrup with you honey. Got that Bombay and sapphire. Sure. I mean, oh yeah, uh, we have that. Everyone loves the Bombay. Now, now you're talking dirty. <laughs> Yeah, right, it's, wait, I mean, it's super easy. Yes, you said lavender simple syrup that oh, you yeah, so it's, make at home. Yeah, it's it's gin, lavender simple syrup, honey, uh, and jalapeno, and it's Ooh, it's nice. Whoa, it has jalapeno, a, has really? a little yeah, it has a little sweetness to it, and then the jalapeno just kind of comes in like a, a quick bite at the end. Kicks you right in the back of the yeah, throat. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a stress relief. <laughs> yeah, unless yeah. you unless you cry and complain about it for a little bit, and then just gives you a kick in the ass and welcomes you back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That sounds actually wow. really interesting. You guys have a lot of things going on here. Yeah, we tried. I love it. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. So now, what are the... Um, I mean, you touched on it a little bit, but what are the hours of operation for the bar? So during the week, we open up at 4 o'clock, Monday through Friday. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we won't close before 2, 2.30. Just because. Right. I mean, it, stay open until at least then. Tuesday, uh, Thursdays, 3 o'clock. At the earliest, and then the weekend's always 4 o'clock. But, I mean, those are just kind of, like, open times. If there's people here, we're right, not taking anyone out. We're not cranking, asking to not, eat. Right, not, exactly. Right, even, if there's, even if there's three people sitting in the back having a drink, there's still people here. No, Again, going back to the whole neighborhood vibe, neighborhood feel, we're not kicking you out. And because also the nice thing is we all live in Astoria, so it's not like we're trying to kick anyone out. Because damn, I have to go get my two transfers. No, right, yeah, it's right. exactly. It's, yeah. Well, I yeah, whatever. I only have a ten minute walk home, so sit and hang yeah. out for as long as you want. It's right on. You know, it's again neighborhood as as we can make it. And um, if if uh, people want to learn more, what's what's the best way to find you guys? Website, social media. Yeah, social media is uh, what we are. we do have a website, um, but Facebook and Instagram. Instagram probably more than Facebook. Okay. Uh, Facebook does anything that goes on on Instagram can go on Facebook, but we it, whatever goes on Facebook can't go on Instagram type thing. Right, right, sure. Right. So the Facebook is we will put our events and things up there, but any new cocktails, any events like when Kira did the bike ride, you know, we did that on Instagram and, yeah. and stuff like that. And there are if we get if we have focal banger or something rare from Hill Farmstead or something from Maine, we won't put it on the menu because we'd rather just put it on there and then people who know us will come in and have right. it. But in, also it's the monkey see monkey do effect of if you put it on a sign and you come in and you're drinking the IPA and what's that? Uh, yeah, I'll have one too. Yeah, I want you to have that good beer, but I also want that beer to be saved for someone who comes in and is really like, oh my gosh, like, and really that. understands the beer and can really appreciate it and yeah. isn't just drinking it as fast as they can to <laughs> to get to their end game. So now what's what's something that people don't know about Judy and Punch that they should? One of our owners almost died when we opened. Holy shit. So let's hear, let's hear yeah, about that. I, I, sorry, I, I, when you first asked, I was like, ah, I don't think, I can't, like, we're, every, every, like, it's what you see is what you get. We're all very, but the garage door in the front, we were putting that in one of the planes of glass broke down Holy and he went shit. to catch it and got a full slice oh, so wow. he, he has a nice hefty scar and you know spent spent some time with some stitches wow. but yeah yeah wow. so so that a little behind the scenes that all right the good the good majority wouldn't yeah, exclusive wouldn't yeah. know yeah yeah right so <laughs> there you go good to have mike still with us it's a labor of love for mike but, man. yeah shout out yeah. to mike but we'll get a lot of people that come in and try to play the trivia game with us of you know hey i grew up in this neighborhood do you remember what this used to be and it used to be a dvd store no that, shit. yeah it was an old yeah. old school dvd wow. store and that's that's the original bathroom 
And the larger bathroom that we have that we built in is the old porn section. <laughs> oh, nice. So Perfect. Still, yeah, you still play with your so dick, I but it's now it's completely yeah, 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 of course. Say, is, yeah. is it appropriately themed to its... No, I, it should no. be. I, I wish I wish we had all the old DVD sleeves and that's what we like, you know, <laughs> put yes. up on the wall or all something. That would wall. be great. That's yeah. the wallpaper. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, DVD stores. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Taking it back. What happened to Blockbuster? <laughs> I, I, I still have a couple of their DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I'm sorry. Not DVDs. That's not true. That one did not exist. That was, no, I have their VHSs. VHSs. Yeah. Yeah. VHSs. Yeah. Yeah. Still with the sticker on it. This is please return. Country, <laughs> so you'd have quite a trip to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. my finds by now must be. Through the roof. Oh my God! You're, you're back. <laughs> you you yeah. can bring them. I'll never. I'll yeah, never own a home. I'll never own a home. <laughs> <laughs> ah, don't worry. They're bankrupt. You're fine. <laughs> Man, so honestly, this is this is an awesome spot. You know, if you guys listening haven't been here, what are you waiting for? Come on down. A story of Queens got a lot to offer. This Judy and Punch is one of the many great places here in Queens. Great craft beer bar. What else can we say? I mean, drink local, drink fresh. Repeat. Always. Yeah. All day, every day. There you go. You don't need to take a 35, 40 minute train ride to go to a good spot. You can no, find them in your you own neighborhood. Right here yeah. In your own backyard. Yeah. That's and you're right. going to spend half as much. Yeah. There you go. And on that note, what, what could be better than that? So, uh, Colin, thank you so much. Yeah, this is a blast. Thanks, guys. Thanks really for hopping on the show. Glad to have you. Um, and uh, yeah, man, like we said, drink local, drink fresh. Repeat, beer today, beer tomorrow.com. That's about it. See ya. Peace. Cheers.